When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Kip Balknight. Gamecock baseball season has come to an end, and Kip, the Gamecocks played better ball than Hoover, winning three games there, but just not enough to get a bid to the NCAA tournament despite a pretty respectable RPI in the low 30s. The Gamecocks missed the NCAA tournament for the second time in three years, and a lot of Gamecock fans not happy about it, Kip. They're not. I mean, it was a very, very disappointing season, and I think that, you know, looking back on it, obviously losing eight straight series in a row uh, was just uh, the detriment of the team. I mean, that just absolutely just put them behind the eight ball. And, uh, you know, even though they did make a better showing than they normally do, um, in the SEC tournament, they just came up. I, I truly think a game or two short. So you look back at the season and, you know, how many times this team, you know, uh, squandered late, late inning, uh, you know, leads to, to, to lose some ball games that, you know, even Coach Holbrook, the players, the fans, uh, media, a lot of us felt like they should have won, uh, ended up just not being on the right side of it. And, um, it, it cost them. It, it certainly cost them. So, Hopefully, um, for the ones that are coming back and the, you know, the, uh, the players, they'll, they'll remember that feeling and, uh, hopefully they'll work, you know, tails off in the summer and in the off season in the fall to, to, to make sure that that happen again next year. So the Gamecocks reached the semifinals of the SEC tournament in Hoover for the first time since 2007. It was the Gamecocks deepest run in Hoover in 10 years, but not enough to get an NCAA tournament bid. The Gamecocks might have been the first team outside of the tournament, the first team left out. But uh, nevertheless, 35-25, and 25, the final record. The Gamecocks were 13-17 and 17 in SEC play during the season. They went 3-2 and two in Hoover, so 16-19, and 19, the final record in SEC play. So now the questions begin, Kip. Uh, five years in the books now for Chad Holbrook, the Gamecock head coach, and questions abound uh, throughout the state of South Carolina right now. Will Ray Tanner bring Holbrook back for another year, or will Chad Holbrook be fired? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I certainly uh, love both of them to death. I think Coach Tanner's got a very, very difficult uh, decision. I do think that um, the right thing for Coach Tanner to do is certainly take his personal feelings out of it, which is going to be very extremely hard to do uh, for him uh, because he is very, very close to Chad Holbrook as a as a person, and uh, I think uh, the world of Chad Holbrook, and uh, uh, I do think that uh, there were a lot of question marks. There's a lot of question marks for me that if I'm Tanner, I'm asking, I'm trying to find out, uh, you know, could, could Chad Holbrook lead this program? Um, uh, you know, if you'd ask me halfway through the season, I'd see absolutely. I think there would have been some changes I'd make on the staff. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, the one, the one thing that concerns me is it just seemed like, uh, this team never did have, uh, any leaders in the dugout. They never had any of those guys that just could, uh, you know, 
battle through some adversity. And um, normally that that trait and that, uh, um, I guess I would say, mental toughness starts from the top. I mean, I, I can speak from experience playing for Ray Tanner. I mean, we were always very mentally tough teams. Um, but we did have my sophomore year in 1999 that we won the East and didn't make the S- it didn't make the NCAA tournament. We were 15 and 15 in conference. We also didn't obviously have the reputation at that point in time that South Carolina does now because of the success the program's had. So having said that, we were still under Ray Tanner. So is this just one of those years, Emerson, where we're seeing the players uh, take on the personality of their head coach? Or is this the, the season where maybe all the right players just weren't on the roster? Maybe maybe it goes back to recruiting. Maybe they didn't recruit some of the you know mentally tough guys, some of the dirt bags, if you will. I call them JUCO bandits, guys that just were fearless, hated to lose. Those types of uh, you know, I, I, I you know I made this comment on Chalk Talk. Even I mean, you know, players were complaining about fans and complaining about having to you know they like playing better on the road because they didn't have their fans yelling at them. And, and, you know, that to me shows a sign of just weakness, a, a major sign of weakness. So where's that coming from? Are the players not strong enough? Are the, are the head, is the head coach not strong enough? Are the, you know, other coaches not strong? That's something to me that has to be addressed. Whether or not Chad Holbrook is back, that does not matter because that is not the culture South Carolina baseball has made. The culture of South Carolina baseball has always been ever since Ray Tanner changed that culture, is this a win-anyway attitude? And Chad Holbrook's been a part of that. I, I, I remind the fans of that. Chad Holbrook's been a big piece of part of it, a big piece of that as an assistant coach. I think Chad Holbrook did a wonderful job of coming in and recruiting and doing things for this program. Um, you know, is he going to be a great head coach? I think that remains to be seen. But I do think there has to be changes made uh, in one, one way, shape, or form. And that's up to Ray Tanner to make those decisions. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight. Kip won the Golden Spikes Award back in the year 2000. He was the top amateur baseball player in America during that year. So, Kip, let's talk about possible coaching changes. You know, it might not be the head coach that is the change or where the change is made. Certainly there could be a change to Chad Holbrook's assistant staff. We just don't know at this point, and it's going to be several more days before we find out anything because Ray Tanner right now is meeting with uh, fellow SEC athletic directors at the SEC spring meetings. So he may not be back until Friday, I'm told. And, you know, it may be middle part of next week before we have any movement, if there's going to be any at all, uh, on this coaching situation for Gamecock baseball. So, you know, we're sort of in a wait-and-see mode at this point. A lot of Gamecock fans anxious to know, you know, what's going to happen. Just the second time in 20 years that the Gamecock baseball team finished with a below 500 record in SEC play. And the Gamecock baseball team for the second time in three years now missing the NCAA tournament. So, Kip, you were talking about vocal leaders in the dugout. You know, last year, Dom Thompson-Williams, Gene Cohn, Marcus Mooney, and others filled that role. This year, there seemed to be, or at least the perception is that maybe the Gamecocks didn't have those type of vocal leaders this year. And let's face it, Kip, the Gamecocks are going to lose a number of players off of this year's team. Clark Schmidt figures to be a late first-round or second-round pick in the Major League Draft. Tyler Johnson projected to go somewhere between rounds two and four. 
Will Crow likely to go in the second or third round. Destino and Stokes are probably be later round picks, and there's a possibility that John Park and Braden Murray could sign as well. And LT Tolbert, a draft eligible sophomore, is another key component that you know may have an opportunity to turn pro. So talk about leadership in the dugout coming from the players, Kip. Yeah, I mean here's what's difficult, Emerson. Is uh, again, like I talked about my sophomore year in 1999, um, it, it's it's tough. It's tough sometimes. You're going to have years, I do believe, where as good as you can recruit, as good as you think you are, as good as what you feel like you're bringing to the table as a head coach, as a manager, as a, as a recruit coordinator, you're going to make mistakes. That's part of it. You might not have that vocal leader that you thought you had. Uh, and it's, you can't just snap a, a finger and create that. It, it's very, very difficult. But one of the things along with that, that I think is a very pivotal moment in this program. And I said this to my dad, my brother, a lot of my close friends that I played with in college. In in my opinion, when South Carolina lost that championship series, I believe it was was at Arizona maybe when they lost. They won the first two championships, Florida, UCLA, I think it was, and then uh, uh, Arizona maybe won it the third year when they tried to go back to back to back. Well, anyway, after that year, I said, listen, this is a very pivotal point of this program. They have got to continue to keep their culture, not forget where they came from, and continue to practice hard and continue to do all the little things, keep that in. And I think gradually, over time, now some people are going to say, well, that's Chad Holbrook's fault. You know, I, I'm not inside the program. I don't know. I just know from the outside looking in, it does look like this team has changed from a culture standpoint. We got guys on Twitter whining and complaining about fans. We got this, that, and the other. If you don't like it, play better. You know, if you can't handle college fans, hire some of these guys that are making these comments and are going on to professional baseball, they got a rude awakening. I mean, it's your job. It's, it's basically your job to go out there and produce. And I think it's a very, very important time for South Carolina. And this is, if I'm Ray Tanner, I'm making sure if Chad Holbrook's my guy, if Sammy Esposito's my guy, if Jerry Myers is my guy, if all these guys are my guys, then I got to make sure I'm asking these questions because things right now from the outside, from what I'm looking at, don't look good from the standpoint of this team just being mentally tough, this team being able to to handle uh, you know some of the pressure situations they're put in, and uh, quite frankly, this team being able to execute. So those are questions I'm asking if I'm Ray Tanner. You know what what can we do? Uh, to, to flip this, is it just a bad year? And some people say, well, two out of the last three years has not been good, and that is kind of different compared to what we've seen. But you still got to recruit the same. I mean, I can remember having players on our team that probably might have only played five to ten innings a year, but they were the right type of teammates that we had. Right now, I think – it, recruiting can be very difficult. A lot of people say, oh, recruiting is the easiest ever if you're at South Carolina. And and, and, and while I do agree with that statement, but it, it it's, can also be very difficult because you can become complacent. Have we become complacent with going out and getting those guys that are dying to be at South Carolina? Now it's, they can get anybody they want to get. And they don't, I mean, a lot of these great players, they, they could go wherever they want to go. So, is their heart and soul in South Carolina baseball? And I think that's a huge, huge question that goes along with the recruiting that, that needs to be asked. And, um, you know, 
that to me is you've got to get that right group core of guys that you should not have – if you're Chad Holbrook, you should not have to explain to a South Carolina player what the meaning of beating Clemson is. That comes from, from within the team. That comes from the players. That's something that I'm proud that I was a part of that we passed along to, you know, the Aaron Rawls and the Gary Sconces and the Trey Dysons and the guys that were I played with, but then they were after me, and then they passed it along to the Steve Pierces, to the, you know, John Langis, to the, you know, all these other players that, that then they knew coming in that that was a very, very important series, and you better win that series. And uh, I, I just think we're lacking a little bit of that now. Now I just think there's we, – we just need to go back to basics. Anytime I feel like you struggle in, in sports, especially in baseball, just go back to the fundamentals. Go back to, okay, who are we? What's our mission statement? Think about it from a business standpoint. Who are we and what's our mission statement? And I just think that will cure it all. I really do. I, 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 I think that's very, very important for South Carolina not to forget about how they got there and the type of players that they recruited to get to where they wanted to get ultimately, well, how can they get back there? Five years on the books now for Gamecock head coach Chad Holbrook. Twice Carolina lost in the Super Regionals. Once they lost in the Regionals, and twice they have failed to make the NCAA tournament. So, Kip, it's not just Gamecock fans and the players on the team who are anxious to know what the future holds for Chad Holbrook. Will he be back for another year? But recruiting will be impacted by Ray Tanner's decision as well. If Holbrook is not back, uh, certainly that could affect some of the kids that are committed to play for the Gamecocks in the future. Yeah, it could. I mean, have we seen in basketball? I mean, a lot. I think that's uh, certainly happening in football. It does as well. So, you know, I'm sure Coach Tanner is going to, to obviously try to make this decision sooner than later. And some folks have said, well, you know, I think Coach Tanner would be smart if he, if he went ahead and did this. If he was going to do it, he would do it now to help the incoming coach or to make sure that he didn't lose some of those recruits that are kind of sitting there going, oh, what's going to happen? So, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, with him being out of town and uh, I know Coach Tanner. Hey, listen, I, I don't. I, I would not want to be in Coach Tanner's shoes. I think it's a very, very difficult thing because he is close. I mean, he's close with all the staff. I mean, he's close with Sammy. I mean, Sammy Esposito is his dad. I believe hired Coach Tanner at NC State, and he's got Jerry Myers, who's obviously been with him for a long, long time, and he's had success with him. So it's a very difficult situation, and um, I, you know, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to be in that position to have to make that decision, but he's got to put South Carolina baseball first, and he's got to make a business decision. And uh, and that's a lot of things, too. Everybody just wants, oh, fire coach over, fire coach over. Well, there's a business end of it, too. I'm sure there's a buyout clause. I'm sure there's money that he would be owed uh, that he certainly deserves. And then who are you going to go get? You know, I mean, there's a lot of really good coaches out there, but they're already making a lot of money, too. So, uh, you know, I think it's a tough decision, a tough call, but, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I just think that a lot within the program can be fixed. I, I truly believe just by even some past players or, uh, someone like myself talking to some of these kids, and they, they've got to go out and get some of the right players and get the right personnel and people. And I think there was some of that there, uh, on the team this year, but I, I think, um, they were unfortunately just shell shocked and just weren't able to overcome a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the issues that they had, especially late in the games. So many variables at play here. If Tanner decides to make a change, you know, prospective hire is a 
likely a coach that will be playing in the NCAA tournament this weekend and possibly beyond. So we don't know what's going to happen at this point. Ray Tanner will have some answers for us likely in the next week or so. Kip, it's an awkward position for Gamecock baseball right now, a bizarre situation. You know, I've been following Gamecock baseball for decades, and I don't ever recall a time where a lot of fans have felt like Carolina needed to make a change at head coach. So it's just a strange situation for Gamecock baseball to be in right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, I can remember, you know, when we won the World Series uh, you know, in 2010. I mean, I can remember, uh, you know, hearing fans grumble during that year. I mean, they were wanting to fire. I believe it was Coach Calvi at the time, and then Coach uh, Coach Tanner, and then you know all this. And I'm just like, gosh, you know, let the finish, you know, let the season finish. The tough part about this year is, you know, well, they were one year removed from not making the NCAA tournament, which was not good. Then they made the Super Regionals last year, uh, lost to a really good Oklahoma State team, in my opinion. And then this year, the tough part was the consistent lack of success. You know, losing bad again to North Carolina, losing to your arch rival again in Clemson in the series, and then going eight straight weekends. And a lot of those losses, you know, uh, just under so much scrutiny, different coaching decisions that that were made that didn't work out. And I literally was talking about it just today in my office in Columbia, and we were talking about you know, certain situations and certain calls that Chad Holbrook made. And I said, you know what? It's funny. I said, because I can remember when Ray Tanner made several decisions and whether I was on the team or whether it was just decisions in the national championship game against Florida or UCLA, I was second guessing. I'm going, what are we doing here? But the biggest difference I know that, and I can't say it's this way now with Holbrook, but the biggest difference I know for me was, we believed in everything Coach Tanner did. Even if we doubted it, we would still come back and say, hey, he's our leader. We believe in it. We're going to do it. That would be one of the questions I'm asking, not Chad Holbrook, but I'm asking all the players. If I'm Ray Tanner, I'm talking to every single player right now, and I'm asking for their honest opinion. You know, does he still have the team? And not just Chad Holbrook, but it's important that the pitchers are on the same page with Jerry Myers. It's important that the hitters are on the same page with Whoever, I don't know who the hitting coach is. I mean, we fired Brian Busher in the middle of the season. We've never, I mean, I thought about that. We've never had any, I don't think we've ever fired anybody as a, within, within the baseball program. It's always been they're moving on to another position. The, a grad assistant is getting a, a, a full-time assistant job somewhere. You know, a Jim Pennant's going to Liberty, a Jerry Myers going to Old Dominion, a Monty Lee getting to go to College of Charleston. It's always been good stuff, you know, exciting stuff for those folks. So there's been a lot going on. So, I mean, he's got a lot of questions. I don't think it's just sitting down one or two days. I think he's got to really take his time, and hopefully he's been – doing this along the way, which, quite frankly, it's kind of hard to do during the middle of the season. I, I respect Coach Tanner to the end, of, I mean, as well as Chad Holbrook. I know they wouldn't do that. That that would be an, just completely wrong to do to those players and Chad Holbrook as a coach. So those are things I'm sure that are going to go on now because uh, those things are imperative for, for South Carolina's success in the future. Gut feeling, Kip, is Chad Holbrook back as the Gamecocks head coach next year? I don't think he is. Uh, I, I think it's a. Um, uh, I think we're going to see uh, all all new coaching staff, and, and I could be way wrong. And to be honest with you, there's a lot of parts of me that I, I do. I, I would love to see some changes made. I would love to see how 
see some changes in how we manage uh, pitchers. I'd love to see us use 8, 9, 10, 11 guys uh, as opposed to only just mainly using four or five or six of our pitchers. I'd love to see us learn, teach these players how to bunt. I'd love to see us get better at reading balls in the dirt and advancing to second and third. I'd love to see us get better at not getting guys thrown out at home plate. There's a lot of things I'd love to see us change. Um, the hard part for me is uh, for those things to change, I don't know how they're not going to change unless the staff change. And um, that's that's the difficult part for me. I'd love to see Chad Holbrook stay. I'd love to see Chad Holbrook stay and there be a change to the staff. That's the last thing I'll say is the part that I feel most that upsets me the most is Chad Holbrook, while, yes, he was handed the keys to an amazing program in taking over for Ray Tanner, an amazing program. He was never given the opportunity, however, to choose his own staff. And I'm not saying he should have been able to, but that's a different scenario. 98 probably percent of the time a head coach comes in, what does he do? He brings in the staff he wants to. And I'm not saying that Chad Holbrook did not want this staff. He can answer that question. But I do feel bad because I'm not 100% sure he would have had the staff that he had as long as he had. So that that's the part that I is tough for me. Uh, it's really, really tough for me because I'm a, I'm a huge Chad Holbrook fan. Love him to death. A great person. He's done a lot for this state, and um, I'd love to see him have success here as a head coach. I truly would. A lot of moving parts with this situation. Lots of questions right now, but not a lot of answers. Ray Tanner will provide us some uh, probably next week. So as soon as we have more information, we'll reconvene here on Gamecock Central Radio, and we'll talk about it with you. Kip Balknight, thanks so much for your time and your insight. Thank you. Thank you, Emerson. Go Gamecocks. All right, that's Gamecock great Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips talking Gamecock baseball today here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. 